Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's working. Okay. Is the camera on? Hmm? Camera on. Camera's going. Okay. Let me make sure. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> yeah. At least my microphone's working. At least it says it's working. I'm gonna start a new one. So that, that was already going for a while. I wish this thing called me a battery level on it. It just gives me one blue light. Are you ready? Yes. You son of a bitch. And is yours going? It's going. Okay. That'll help line everything up. Okay. So here's what we'll do. We'll just start rambling and then we'll go. And then we'll just look at the camera all of a sudden and say, This is a crossover episode. Okay. Yeah. Alright, three, two. And then you'll say your name or I'll say the so name of my show first or I don't know how. So we'll, we'll say it at the same time. <clears throat> So I'll say mine and say, this is also your show. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, let's go. Ready? We always do better when we improvise. Just like GCTV. Okay, here we go. Hello everyone, my name is Sebastian Morris. My name's Wesley Self. And today we're doing a crossover. Um, I run a podcast called The Seabass Show. I do one called A Daily Dose of Nonsense, at least I believe that's still the name of it. That's still the name? Last time you checked with your uh, manager? Yes, last time I checked with my manager, it was still the name. Don't know if they sold the rights to it or not, but it should still be the name of uh, my podcast. So uh, he's doing a podcast called Daily Dose of Nonsense. I'm doing the Seabass Show. And it's not done daily. I just like the name. Well, you know, they can watch it daily, even if it's not. Yeah, they, they, could, could, they could watch it daily. Uh, people that's, love, that's what I was anticipating. They would people, watch it daily, but I've had criticism since from people. People love watching That reruns. says I should do it daily if it's called a daily dose of nonsense. You know, if it's good enough, people will watch it over and over and over That's again. what I'm thinking, but you know that's, what I mean? that's what some of these other people say to me. I'm on, I want to look at the statistics, statistics on reruns. Like, how many times the average American has watched the same show over and again, like Friends, The Office, Parks and Recreation, The Walking Dead. I know I've watched Parks and Rec at least three times. The Office maybe four. Right. Walking Dead maybe twice. I've literally seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia probably like four times through. I've watched the same three seasons of Rick and Morty probably like five times. Yeah, same. Just, I watched a new episode of Rick and Morty last night. Pretty good. I'm waiting till it all comes out at once on Hulu. I don't want to ruin any of it. Yeah. We're also drinking McDonald's coffee. This is not a sponsored. Um, there was only coffee available. We went to GoMart first, but they weren't letting people get six feet to each other, and they didn't have coffee. They weren't serving coffee. That's the first time I've ever seen a gas station not sell coffee. Even during so this I pandemic. got some beef jerky and left. He walked out. I got I got Jack Links. <laughs> I got that cheese pack with the uh, what's it called? It's called Jack uh, Jack Links cheese pack. No, it's beef stick. It's got um, it's got beef sticks, and it also has pepper jack. That pepper jack is real good. I ate like a pound of it last night. I love cheese, dude. I wish I had more. I ate some Pringles. Had some turkey. Okay, so you studied history education at Glenville State College, where we're currently recording. Yes, right now. Shout out to Glenville State College. You have a beautiful campus. And And I graduated at the top of my class too. I like telling that to everyone. 
actually have like a little certificate thing. You're, and you're and his, his dad introduced me as well. Yes, my dad is a provost here. So, okay, hold on. You were, um, you were valedictorian or whatever? Yes, valedictorian. Valedictorian. The head of my class graduating at college. How do you say that word? Valedictorian. Valedictorian. Dictorian. Okay. Yes. That's very impressive, Wesley. And, um, I can spell as well. Okay, so, as a history major, okay, something that I think is really fascinating is that there's a million things that you can delve into for history. So, like, what's one of your favorite things to delve into? Is it, like, ancient Rome? Ancient Rome. Is that really it? Yeah, basically, Did I just guess it the first? Probably. Because there's a million things for, for, for history. You know, you can have the history of how... I also like medieval Europe, and I like the Vikings, and I like Dark Ages type stuff. I don't like the stuff where they start marching in lines and with guns at each other and shooting each other from point-blank range. I think that's kind of stupid. Continental Warfare, I believe that's what it's called. Really? Uh, I don't like the American Revolution that much because being in America, we hear like every single day. We go throughout each day of school learning about America, which America is great. I like America. But learning about it every single day gets kind of boring. Are you talking about your favorite histories right now? My favorite histories. I love America, but my favorite histories, basically, I would say Rome. Ancient history. Ancient histories. Yep. Yeah. Rome, Dark Ages, Viking era. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of prehistory because, um, I mean... There's not much known about it. There's not much known about it, and so it's just... I don't really like listening to people speculate. I mean, I do a lot of speculation. Like history channel. That's literally like 50% of my podcast. They speculate if, if aliens... God, I used know. to love history channel. They would play these awesome documentaries, and I would go home and learn about Hitler, you know, and World War II, and it was a good time. World War II is really good, too, for history. I love learning about World War II. I took a whole class... So fascinating. ...with uh, so Ed fascinating. Wood, who, you know, I took a whole class on yeah. World War II, and he went like a... Like a bullet pace throughout World War II to cover every single thing. There's so much, though. Yeah, there's so much. Right. And he didn't cover it at all, but he did a phenomenal job doing it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just think that um, people... I mean, History Channel has strayed very far from God's light, you know? Or at least History Channel gods, wherever yeah. they may be. Because yeah, if you look back in time, History Channel, they actually did good stuff. They're good they documentaries. Have, they awesome documentaries. Nowadays, they're stuff crap. I mean, the kind of doc. I mean, I. One of my goals in life is to have like a media company that you know I, I, uh, I make documentaries with and films with, and like they, I mean, watching History Channel was part of that inspiration that, like, like budded early in me. It was like you know, yeah. I want to make. I saw like cool documentaries about like how things are made, and I was like, dude, I want to go do, make cool videos yeah. about that. You know, I don't know, and they just, yeah. they really, they've gone downhill. They've gone downhill. It's usually Pawn Stars, American Pickers, or. Unexplained aliens. Do you think there's any validity to the ancient aliens theory that ancient aliens brought the pyramid technology? I think that's bullcrap. It's bullcrap. <laughs> My name's Wes Self, and I think that's bullcrap. <laughs> yeah, I think if aliens do exist, which they may exist, I doubt they would have helped the Egyptians, and I think we would have <laughs> we would have records of that stuff. Like people will explain, like how did they build the pyramids? They built the pyramids. It took a long time. It took like 20 years to build one pyramid. And they floated them on barges into Egypt, 
and they carried them using slaves, which died every single time they would build the pyramids. That's how they built them. They didn't use aliens. Okay, so I've, I've heard an argument that it was actually, like, master craftsmen, not slaves, who built the pyramids. I would say it was master craftsmen and also slaves. Like thousands of slaves? Yeah, yeah thousands of slaves. Because a master of, craftsman yeah. can't just build a pyramid by himself. They're massive. And if it took 20 years, you think a master craftsman who was a master would get it done in less than 20 years. So, um, I mean, I understand that part of... Uh, the history of humanity is slavery. I mean, slavery has existed since there have been people to enslave each other. I mean, pretty much. I'm pretty sure. Ever since we knew that there was other people out there, we wanted to enslave them. Yeah. Like, wait, you mean I don't have to do any of that work? I can make someone else fucking do it? Hell yeah. That's how slavery began. I am. One of my favorite Martin Luther King Jr. quotes is that um, he says, the greatest, I'm going to fuck this up, but pretty much the gist of this, he says, the greatest, like, lie about capitalism is that it's through you get it through hard work when America was built on the backs of slaves and like and now it's still it's just a few owners and then millions of people who are work, poor who are poor working for pretty much nothing or who are in like middle class and right the rich people enticed with like nice little goodies like iPhones and which I mean consoles. I love that quote and there's so much of me that wants to be like yes you can pick yourself up by your bootstraps you can make anything happen but then also I'm like, we need a revolution. You know what I mean? We need to overthrow whatever the fuck is going on in this country. Or the White House and then put me in as president. If you could if you could be president tomorrow and you could have any executive order, like what seriously would you change? Because in my, in my list, I see education reform as a big thing. I see health care reform as a big thing. Well, first off, if I was president and you're mm-hmm. saying – if I was president and I had four years, is that what you're saying? you got four years, buddy. That's and then four years. And then you're probably first off, I would take out Congress, day. get them out of the picture, then go after the federal judges because they'll cause you problems next. Wipe out the Supreme Court, and then I'm the only one in charge. Then the governors would be the next issue, and I think the National Guard would be the issue as well. But we need to get federal troops in to take out the National Guard unless we can get them to fold in. Then I'd be – probably personal a dictator for the next couple of years then I could do all that the reforms I want I start off with educational reform since I'm a teacher mm-hmm. <laughs> we're doing a podcast <laughs> well how you doing it's okay, it's okay. Right. I'd love to shake your hand but probably yeah, probably not a good I- probably not a good yes. idea I hope my wife didn't have an eyes all over hers oh yeah you guys have a good day you too yep you too But back to conquering the world, I would start with educational reform since I'm a teacher. Uh, and since I have many more years ahead of me, instead of the four, since the four years is gone and everyone who's opposing me is gone, uh, I would start with infrastructure reform. Since if you look at the infrastructure in the United States, we're far behind everyone else in the world. Mm-hmm. China is already spending, I believe, six hundred billion dollars is what I seen in the last stat on improving their infrastructure, which is airports, its highways, its buildings. And if you look in China, if you look at their major cities, if you look at their buildings as opposed to ours, our buildings were largely built early 1900s. Their buildings are building every single day. They're demolition and old ones putting in new ones. Did you see that they put up a hospital in 10 days? Yeah. A full hospital. That literally takes like years in America. And I think in America, the problem we have is that our cities are built in like the worst possible locations ever. Like they're either built on swamps or they're built on the ocean. They're never built in like flat land where there's good soil. They're always built in crappy spots. I love um, learning about the history of New York City because they had to do a lot of draining. Like there, it was it was like it's an island. Manhattan's an island, so it was like a massive wetland, and they had to they had to irrigate a lot of water out of there. Um, 
And do you know Chicago is slowly just flooding? All these, all the major cities are slowly flooding anyways, but they have to create systems within the cities just to keep the water out. That's happening in Japan with Tokyo. Yeah. I mean, Tokyo is literally built on a river. <laughs> they built the whole thing, like, pretty much in a river. Yeah. So they have these giant underground, like, um, I guess caves that they've man-made that they store water in whenever it floods or, or there's a typhoon. And, boy... America, you're right. America's not spending enough on infrastructure. Yeah, but you know we've got a we've got a world to save, Wesley. We've got a lot of the world to save. Well, that's my next step after I take over the United States. Is the, I would first create a buffer zone with Canada and Mexico, get them out of the picture. Uh, even though they're our closest allies, I do believe they'd be a good buffer zone to, for the the next stage of the attack against South America and Central America. Yep. So where where do you see the role in NAFTA? The national, goddamn it, no. The North American trade, the North American Free Trade Agreement. Yeah, that goddamn, that thing. I, I'm very educated. What that basically means, of uh, by my knowledge, is that they can't put tariffs on goods coming in and out of the country, which means we can't charge each other for trading. Right. Because I remember that was a that was a big thing for Trump. Was yeah. he didn't he didn't like it. Well, in a way, it's good for us, and in a way, it's bad for us. It, it, that's how everything is. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get your hot takes on everything. My hot takes. Uh, I'm trying to. I want to. I want to keep this rolling. I want to see because I, I know you. I talk- support the. I would get rid of NAFTA. America first. Right. You're well. You're very interested in politics and in, in general. So. Yeah, I get rid of NAFTA. Um, I probably put tariffs on crucial goods coming in and out of the United States because uh, they're screwing us over. Yeah. In a way. Really, we're screwing them over, but I'll just say they're screwing us over. Mm-hmm. Uh, America yeah. first. What do you think the validity is, or how, how effective do you think a, a border wall would be? A border wall? Between us and Mexico. Like an actual no-shit wall. An actual wall? Like a fucking uh, like 40-foot wall like he wants. Throughout history, walls have helped mm-hmm. keep out foreign invaders, but I don't think... Mexicans are foreign invaders. And if anything, we should if we're gonna build a wall in Mexico, we should build a wall in Canada. And Canada's a pretty long damn border. So why, why are you more worried about Canada? Canada? Well because they still have the same thing, drugs coming in from Canada anyways. Once one of the main things they're worried about is drugs coming in from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Same thing's coming from Canada. Now I'm not saying it's at the same rate, but <sighs> building a border wall costs a lot of money. I think Mm-hmm. Eh, it'd bring in a lot of jobs be a good way to spend money because we're going to spend the money anyways mm-hmm. either be it on military or unemployment or anything so. so I think they'd be better off using all that money to do something else build something like build skyscrapers like fix all the potholes pick, you could probably fix all the potholes in the country <laughs> with the money put on the border there's wall. literally billions of dollars of personal property damage <laughs> done because of our <laughs> shitty infrastructure every year. They yeah. have like they keep like a big log of it. You can go look it up. Yeah. I don't know the exact number, but in West Virginia the roads here are horrible. I don't know if anybody outside of West Virginia knows, but they're they're literally horrible. We have like trees in the road daily. Dead animals. Yeah. It's pretty potholes. Sometimes there's not even a road. There's just dirt. Sometimes there is just dirt. Just gravel. gravel sometimes. Yeah. And right. a lot of our roads are built next by rivers, so when it floods here. There's literally no road. I feel like building or buying land <clears throat> or property, you know, like build, developing on property that is in a flood zone is just not a good idea. And I think yeah. people should stop doing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's still so many people that think it's a good idea. Well, if you look at New Orleans and you look at the whole part, the southern part of the United States where there's hurricane territory, yeah. 
it's not a very good idea to build stuff there anyways. Like, if you're going to build something, you need to build it where it's hurricane-proof. But then hurricane-proof, it's, it's crap because it, nothing's really hurricane-proof. No. I mean, Puerto Rico is a good example where there are some structures there designed with concrete to yeah. avoid. But then they also have earthquakes in Puerto yeah. Rico. So you really can't have it either way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So either your house is getting decimated by an earthquake or it's getting decimated by a hurricane. It's a... It's a no-no. It's a no-win I think, really, if we look at situation. all the, the places in the world, I think America's kind of, like, one of the most dangerous places. We have tornadoes here, like, throughout the summer. We have hurricanes here. We have, like, heat waves. We've got venomous animals yeah, that run around everywhere. Yeah, there are a lot of a lot of snakes. I mean, that's one of the things they have to worry about in Florida, some parts. When they, they like got alligators down especially there. Especially near the Everglades. Yeah, I see it's just a dangerous place. We're like Australia. Except Australia, I think, it's a little bit more dangerous because everything there wants to kill you. That's what they say, at least. Yeah. I would love to live in Florida one day, but I just don't know if it's a good idea to invest in property down there. Yeah. It might just fall off in the ocean one day. Well, that too. I mean, climate change is very real. Yeah. I mean, to the degree whether humans have influenced that or not, it's still up for debate, you know? You know, in some ways, I think we should just get it all over with and just melt all the icebergs. How are we going to do that, Wesley? That's a good question. But I think it'd be something to look into. This guy has crazy ideas. I've known you since freshman year. I'm not actually going to melt icebergs, but I think it's a nice idea to look new. If it's going to happen, might as well just get it over with now and move people out of the areas before it gets bad and yeah, create no, some new oceanfront property. definitely, oh my God. West Virginia is going to be awesome beachfront property. Because yeah, we have some nice hills here, and imagine there's an ocean, some sand. I don't think people here. realize how quickly it's going to happen. Yeah. The world is going to look so different. In a hundred years, isn't that what they said? Yeah, I think a hundred years. I think they said like a lot of parts of Africa are going to be underwater, a lot of parts in the desert are going to be expanded like, into the it's jungle. It's going to happen very quickly. It's not going to be good. You're not going to want to have property near the, like the the economy is going to be the last thing on your mind when you're literally a refugee. People, millions of people will become refugees, and um, by God, you better be ready. I I am a firm believer that the that. I'm not saying a full apocalypse is going to happen. In our well, there's already kind of one happening right now. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that our life, in our lifetime, like the world as we know it will change very dramatically. And I predicted this uh, a few months ago before coronavirus, and I'm saying it again now. It's something, something even worse than coronavirus is going to happen, and people need to be ready for it. People need to be physically preparing, preparing themselves for the worst case scenario. I'm not saying, you know, go build a bunker. Maybe if you have the resources, maybe do that. But there's other smaller things you can do. Like, just have a deep freezer full of food. You know what I mean? Ready to go. Have some firearms. You know, we have the Second Amendment for a reason. Okay? Not every gun owner is some crazy guy that's going to go, you know. Take out some people. Take out some people. That's a horrible tragedy that does occur in this country. But... When shit hits the fan, dude, you're gonna you're not gonna want to be on the wrong side of things. You know what I mean? I I love um I, I used to love The Walking Dead. I don't really like it anymore. I watch it every now and then. I I stopped watching the show a little bit more. I watch. I'm starting to watch Fear the Walking Dead. I'm getting interested in that, but I think they're just as stupid. Their decisions that they're making are horrible. Yeah. And the comic books are good. I'm gonna get into the comic books as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um. I see, uh, I used to look at it and be like, oh, there's no way people would band together like that and, 
and form like these little towns and stuff. And the more I think about it, I was like, yes, they would. There's, you know, that I don't know if you know the controversy that followed um, the uh, three percenters. There was okay. There's a, a Marshall. The Marshall's kicker just graduated. He got drafted. Yeah, to, he got to Patriots. New England Patriots. Yeah, he and he had a three percenters tattoo on his forearm or whatever. And people were calling him a racist and stuff. And three percenters are like a militia group that aren't anti-government. They just um, uh, they're they like to meet and shoot their guns. And if there's people like that out there, when the apocalypse happens, because let's just talk, call it what it is. I like to say when, not if. Like when the apocalypse happens, there's going to be groups like that already formed. And, like, building little towns and camping and shit, you know what I mean? And they'll dominate during the apocalypse. Yeah, dude, you're going to want to keep your circle small, <clears throat> keep it tight, because I feel like people people on that show trust each other way too much. Yeah. Like, like Survivor, people will trust each other, and then they'll get yeah. voted off the island. Or they'll get, like, Glenn with Negan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> what, do you th- what do you think the probability is of actual zombies coming Actual zombies? I think with the right virus, maybe, but I don't see how a dead body could reanimate and start walking. You think, like, I just don't get it. Plus, a human being needs so many calories a day just yeah. to function, and I, I feel like there's no... In a dead body, of, the muscles would be dead, the tissue would be dead. I don't see, like, how they could move. There's no way they would be able to keep up. In, in a lot of movies, they show them, like, running. I don't see them running at all. They're, no, it, it, yeah. it takes a tremendous amount of energy. I mean, yeah. I think all the zombies... All you'd have to do if there was a zombie apocalypse would be hide for a few months. And then they would all be dead. Because yeah. unless there's some magic that keeping that's keeping them alive. Like, when you play Dungeons & Dragons, yeah. that's part of the fun of it is, like, a suspension of reality. But if there was a real-life apocalypse, I mean, it's, it's technically still a yeah. living... Even though it's undead, yeah. it's a living thing. It's, but its behaviors have just changed. That's all a zombie, yeah. it's all a zombie is. It's, it's going to need a lot of calories. It's going to have to yeah, be but intelligent enough to I look for food. I don't understand how it, it's, it's rotting, but it, it's a living thing, and it needs calories, and it needs to eat. Mm-hmm. And it, if it's rotting, shouldn't its muscles be falling apart? And I know that like in the show, they're, they're limping across, and they're, kind of, they're like walking, they're not running, so it's a little bit more accurate. But I just don't see it they're, And they're so like, weak in The Walking Dead. Like, literally... Stop wearing... Stop, one of my favorite comedians, I, I cannot remember who. You just run from them. Like, even if there's a horde. Yeah. Like, I noticed, like, in The Walking Dead now, it doesn't make much sense to me, but it's been, like, maybe, like, 10, like, 15, 20 years mm-hmm. since the beginning of the apocalypse, and there's still hordes out there running around. I don't, I don't understand how they're eating and staying alive. Because well, I know, at, in the very first episode, Rick came across a zombie that was basically starved to death, and that was the first episode. Yeah. That was the first episode. And I don't get how he's coming across zombies or how they're coming across zombies 20 years in the future well I mean what I was going to say is they um, they wear they wear nothing they wear like tank tops and booty shorts yeah and I'm like dude put some leather on you know a zombie does not have that good of a bite yeah it, put on a helmet some gloves pants boots and a jacket and you can literally just lay down and a thousand of them can just try and bite you and nothing's going to happen you could lay there all day. Nothing's going to happen. You can walk through them. If they cannot bite you, you're fine. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I've been playing uh, a lot of VR zombie games, and they really are. It's Because they, they slowly walk at you, 
And if you are playing a good VR game, you have a lot of fire like power. It's easy to take them out. I spent like thirty minutes the other day, and I got bored. And I just let them eat me at some point because <laughs> really they're walking at you slowly. And all you have to do is just sit back and aim. And if you have a good aim and you know what you're doing with the gun, just pop, 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 pop. Mm-hmm. You just easily take them out. Yeah. Do you? Um, I know you have bows. Do you enjoy shooting your bow more or your guns? Mm, guns. Yeah. I I think um, I could get into bow hunting. But I just enjoy shooting guns so much more. Yeah. It's just so fun. It is literally so fun. One of my favorite things to do is just go skeet shooting. Me and my friends will go. We'll take my shotgun and we'll go over some lake or something and shoot. Just And I've, I've never been bird hunting in my life. I don't know if I ever will, but it's just like fun to practice for it. I think I like to get some revolvers. You know, like some western-style cowboy revolvers? Yeah. Like they always look neat. I don't know if I would ever shoot them. I'd like to have them on display somewhere. Yeah. And like a old Henry Lever action style gun. You ever seen the Rifleman? Yeah. The Rifleman. Dun dun da da. But I always like those guns and how they look. Don't know if I'd ever shoot them because they don't really have that much firepower compared to stuff we have today. A revolver? Well, the revolvers do. It's just I'm talking about like 22. Oh 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 yeah. 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 No 22. Although doesn't have that much range or stopping power. But Probably kill a zombie. It would definitely kill a zombie and probably a man. If you shoot them in an artery, or in the head, or an organ, or a head, or in the heart, even if you shoot him in the arm, it's gonna slow him down a little bit. You know, he's gonna be like, ah. Might be a good apocalypse you know, gun. Maybe that wasn't a good idea to try and attack this guy. I don't know. People, people in the gun community like to make fun of the 22, but I'm telling you, man, you get 22 long rifle, you put a couple rounds on someone that's coming at you. Also, it's like deafening. Bill Burr has this hilarious bit where he talks about, like, how you'd be, like, trying to defend yourself in the middle of the night, and, like, it would, like, you'd shoot, and then it'd be, like, a strobe light of them. Like, you'd, you'd be missing the whole time, yeah. and it would be, like, they'd be moving to you, like, like fucking uh, Sandstorm is playing at prom or something. Da-da-da-da-da. Or you used to fucking tie your... <laughs> yeah, tie my tire on my head. Well, it was a goofball in high school. It was fun. I wouldn't want to go back, though. No. High life, school is life not... after a... school's better. High school is not a good time. I'll tell you that right now. I feel so, so bad for all those children stuck <laughs> in America's public schools. It's like a daycare. Yeah. You know? And, like, there's a couple classes where you really learn something. And there's a couple teachers that really are just wonderful. You know? And... Yeah. I, you, I mean, you sincerely learn a lot, especially if you put the time in. Like, school, school, people have the wrong idea about school, you know. I feel like people don't understand that you have to put the work in. Yeah. You have to put the time in. Or you're not going to get anything I think out a of lot it. of people learn that when they go to college. Yeah. Like, no one's going to hand it to you. Like, nobody sits, nobody sits you down before you start high school and says to you, listen, this is going to be a complete waste of your time if you don't try. You know what I mean? Nobody says that. Yeah. And so people leave school thinking that it was a waste of time. Anyway, I do feel bad for people stuck in school because it's like it might seem it might seem rough for you, but life gets a lot better. I'm telling you, one day you're gonna have a job and money. Here's my advice to you: don't have kids and try not to get in debt. Um, if you don't have money for a car, don't get one. Just literally have a bike. And don't do drugs. Some drugs you can do. Some drugs. Caffeine's a drug. We're, we're sipping on coffee right now. I think he means heroin and meth. Yeah. 
<laughs> don't do the hard drugs. Basically, if you have to put it in your arm, don't do it. Yeah. Or in your nose. Or up your butt. Or up your butt, yeah. Don't do any of that stuff. Unless you like things in your butt. Unless what if there's like a professor up there like watching it? Listening to this whole thing. Well, their windows are open. I think some of them. Probably. Well, you shouldn't be here, whoever you are. Campus is closed. You should be working from home. Well, they had, what's his name? I forgot his name, Professor. Professor, what's his name? Yeah, don't call him out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they have things in their office they need to get from time to time. I'm probably going to go over my work soon to pick up some stuff. We will there. allow you to visit your office from time to time. If you... If if you had to run for office, would you think you'd have more fun as the president or vice president? Because I feel like it'd be more fun to be the vice president. But I think vice president, you're going to have all the stress and not the president. Something happened to him. Because you can just kind of like... You can do whatever you want. You just kind of sit back. And you just, the only thing you really have to do officially is show up to like the Senate. Funerals, show up to the Senate. Sit in the Senate and just vote if you need to. Just wave if there's a tie. <laughs> yeah, vote if there's a tie. I think Otherwise. if I was a vice president, I'd probably vote as a vice president. I'd probably take stances. I'd probably like, I'd probably end up not be vice president for the next term. <laughs> You'd create a splash. Yeah, create a splash. I just think it's ridiculous. I I think it's almost, I think it's ridiculous that there's 310 million Americans and there's only 100 senators. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, they, they can't. Something, there's something. There's silly. literally something in the Constitution that says they can't have more. That. And I think it's it's kind of good because it gives each state an equal representation in the Senate. I know, but even... even Whereas in like, the House, they have a lot more... Even like five senators from each state, I feel like, would be better. And then the House of Representatives can still be like a mixed bag of yeah. state representation. Because then you'd have more people in office, they have more opinions. It might help a little. And there's, their terms are six years, so they just get really comfortable. Yeah. You have a spider on here. Oh, shit. Bugs like me today, dude. I, I had... This bug flew in while I was trying to hand the, the lady at McDonald's money, and it, like, <laughs> ate my neck a little bit. It still kind of stinks. How long have we been going here? Dude, this flew by. Like 30 minutes. We've already been going 30 minutes. I love this. Dude. I, I could honestly do this for a living. I think I could, too. I hope people that enjoy listening to the podcast support me on Patreon. You can find me on the website, cbassmorris.com. Go to Get Involved. My Patreon is cbassmorris. You can support me by just listening to my stuff because I don't have a Patreon. Well, I don't have any patrons on there. <laughs> nobody has uh, nobody has joined it yet, but that's okay. We're just going with the punches. I have like a hundred and twenty some views for my podcast, so I think that's good. Keep it I don't up. really advertise anymore though, so you keep it up, Weston. You're doing good things. It's a good podcast. I have an audio book on there if you want to listen to it. So you, you did the audio book. Yeah, I did the audio book. Really? I, I wrote a book. I didn't know you had published it, though. Did you send us a link? I don't I don't think you sent us a link. I think I, I'm, I might have sent a link. I'm not, I probably didn't, though. But I, I wrote a book called The King. It's a little short story. Nice story as well. It's a very, very good story. Uh, it's you sound decent. like Trump right now. It's a good story. It's a good story. It's, uh, it's not the best. It is the best. Um, you'll never read a better story. But it's a really good story. The author is amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, that's awesome. The author is you. And I've, I, yeah. did, I did the audiobook myself. I read the whole thing out. I was going to do voices. <laughs> I decided not to. I, halfway through the, the book, because I filmed it all and recorded it in one session, uh-huh. uh, I decided that I was going to change my voices a little bit for some of the characters. So mm-hmm. 
you start like as I'm reading there's like more emotion being put into it until the very end I'm like mm-hmm. one of the characters dies and I'm putting all my life into it and I actually fall over and I'm, like, I'm screaming out like isn't that part of the fun of an audiobook that was doing different voices like when you listen to one you're like you know what I'm saying? The guy, yeah, yeah. the guy reading it, does like female voices, and like yeah. he'll he'll like change the pitch of his voice. Well, there, there's well, I think one of the complaints is I don't really have any female characters in the book, which I don't think it's a complaint. It's just that's not very 2020 of you. Not very 2020. Not very woke of me. It's not very woke. <laughs> you need to diversify your cast list. Yeah, you need to make a, another version with all women. I, I was thinking about just <laughs> making a new book called <laughs> The Queen. What's uh, the Queen? What's uh, what's that movie called? They're just changing all the characters and, and stuff. They've remade it several times. It's literally all about women in 18th century or or 19th century. I don't remember which one. I don't even know what you're talking about. Anyway, it's it's pretty Little Women. I think. It's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Little Women. I actually went and saw the movie. It was pretty good. Yeah. Every time I have low expectations for a movie, I end up enjoying it far more. I need to start doing that more often. Because that's, that's all life is, is a series of expectations, and your happiness is determined by how those expectations were met. Like, another good movie, like, talking about expectations, is 1917. I went into that oh. movie thinking it was just going to be, like, another war movie, World War so One style, good. and that movie's yeah. fun. Well, I actually so did a whole podcast good. episode on 1917 where I went on, like, a big old thing saying it was phenomenal. That... It was just me, like, saying it was phenomenal for, like, 17 minutes That straight. movie was so good. I could literally Amazing. watch that movie... Again. And watch it on the I big can... screen. I sit like right up in the front row because there wasn't really any other places to sit. But that was the perfect place to sit because it was like right in my face action. And the way it's filmed, it's it's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's amazing film. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's like uh, we need to probably read a dictionary a few times. I don't think we have very many adjectives in our our, <laughs> our, our vocabulary. No. Our vocabulary is very small. I I use amazing and awesome far too much. Yeah. You know like. Lucy K has a bit. He's like, he's like, really? That was amazing. That amazed you. You know, not everything is awesome. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. It's kind of weird to think that I graduated at the top of my class from college. Nobody cares, Wesley. Like out of four hundred, literally some no one cares. Like I was at the, I was number one out of like yep. four hundred. Yeah. Hey, ask me if I care. Do you care? No, I don't care. No. Okay. We used to make little short films in high school. Yeah. I've tried watching them again, but they make me cringe. Some of them were decent, but the majority of them were crap. Film quality is horrible. We had zero budget. We just used the camera. <laughs> didn't we didn't have a budget. We had a green screen. Uh, but well, it, was it was just a painted room. It was a painted room, and you could, and we had to use a corner, and you could see the corner <laughs> in the, the filming process. Oh, my god! And it was only two walls. It was like one long wall and one short wall. We ended up painting the whole room. I think we painted the whole room. Yeah, we eventually did paint the whole room. Hey, Mr. Kinder, if you're watching this, shout out to the original gangster. Yep, shout out. He got a lot of the things done for us, and we really appreciate your commitment to the Gilmore County television legacy. DCTV, as that was what it was called. We need to bring that back, man. We need just to go over there and do it ourselves. Yeah, probably. It's kind of weird, though. We're just sitting in the high school by ourselves, <laughs> broadcasting on CCTV to no one. So many teachers hated that. Yeah, I, I actually felt bad towards the end. Like, I'm sorry, we're doing this to you, but because we went on for like maybe like 30, 40 minutes at some point, Remember? we would go in like halfway through the first period of classes, and it was the first block of classes, and then blocks were like an hour and a half, and we would take up half of that class. Yeah, teachers got pretty annoyed with it. 
Some yeah. of them would turn it off. I don't, know, I don't know how many of them actually watched it. I think some of them did. Like, some thought it was funny. Do you, you remember when we like play like full movies? Yeah. We would actually just log in on Netflix and like... Put we would like drag it over using the <laughs> system. We'd turn on all the TVs. Yeah. Mr. Kinder would get on to us every now and then. Because hey, he would sit yeah. on the TV back Now, children, you need to go to class now. Remember that one time we were like up there a little late, and like I guess the music teacher at the time must have called up or something, asked where we were, <laughs> and then when we went down there, she decided we're not gonna do anything fun today, and we all had to do like uh, write down the dictionary out of the music book. She got pissed. Or the theater she was book, so whatever mad. it was. She thought we were skipping class. Yeah, but we were literally just working. We were watching a Chris Farley like the video where he's like oh, yeah. game show. Oh yeah, we were, we were planning on going down. I thought we were working. We were finishing up the show. I, I think that's what we told Mr. Kinder. It was, it was a lot of work, though. I'm pretty sure we were watching Chris Farley. <laughs> we were probably watching. Chris Farley's, rest he's, in peace. He's legend. He's amazing. Yeah. I, I wish he hadn't overdosed. Yeah, he'd be nice. He would have so many more funny movies. Like Adam Sandler. He would have been in Grown Up instead still of making, Kevin James. He's probably. still making movies. Yeah. What do you think? You think Kevin James would still be in Grown Ups if Chris Farley was around? No. I don't think Kevin no, James Kevin, would, Kevin he, James probably wouldn't even be... He wouldn't exist anymore. No, because Adam Sandler would have done a lot of those movies that he did with Kevin James with Chris Farley. Yeah. Yep. So I love you, Kevin James, but... He has a good YouTube channel, too. It's starting yeah. up. It's pretty good. Yeah. God, it kind of pisses me off that all these famous people start a YouTube channel that instantly has, like, a million yeah. followers. Like, uh, who's the guy that did The Office? He was Jim. What's his name? Uh, John Krasinski. Yeah, John Krasinski. He just started a podcast, yeah. and it already has a million followers. Well, he gets like all of these big celebrities coming on a show, and then he you has... See, it's called Good News, or yeah, something like that. Like Good News something. Yeah. Something Good News. Yeah. Well, well, good for you, John. Mr. Krasinski. I also like his Amazon show, uh, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Well, that's a, that's a book, though. Tom Clancy. Yeah, usually when there's a really good book associated with it, the show... Well, I just like... Anything with with action and killing terrorists, I like. God damn it, I love killing terrorists. Like Homeland, anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, like Six, anything SEALs based. Yep. Or anything where terrorists get shot yeah. in the face. Yeah. One of the things I think is um, inc- incredible that I didn't learn until probably last semester when I was in my um, History of Terrorism class was, well, I want to preface this with the class wasn't saying that anyone that's against America's terrorist. He was trying to like kind of open our eyes a little bit to what created the different um, things that we call terrorism. So he, it was it was more of like looking at um, like the different things that America has done to cause some of these problems. Like an example is when we look at 2003 invasion of Iraq, um, we didn't have a post-invasion plan. Yeah. Like they were, they spent like two months throwing something together, and then that fell apart completely. And I feel like that's like kind of like the history of America, though, post World War Two. Oh, uh, our plans. Well, they they spent they spent a long time preparing for a post Europe. Yeah, and that, even that still. I mean, you saw how that happened. It didn't work out too well for Eastern right. Europe, mainly because of the Soviet Union, which did crap at that. Right. <laughs> which, and when we're talking about back to the slavery issue, slavery is a main problem in Eastern Europe when it comes to sex slaves and. Stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there's more slaves now in the world than there was yeah. back then when it was legal. Probably true. No, that's like that's true. There are mil- still millions of slaves yeah. in the world. It's, I mean, people don't care, but anyway. <laughs> um, so anyway, so they're like there was, slaves. When <laughs> slaves don't exist. When when we when we invaded Iraq, okay, there was 
um, something like 500,000 Iraqis who were, were just doing their job, and now all of a sudden they don't have a job anymore because what, them happened, Americans took what happened was um, they took the, administ- the administration running, they completely disbanded the Iraqi military, the Iraqi yeah. national military. Yeah. So instead of just putting a new leader yeah. in that we like, they just said, nope, you're fine. So then all of a sudden, these guys don't have jobs. Their families are like, where are we going to get money? So then they start becoming insurgents, you know, quote unquote, yeah. and terrorists. And um, ISIS is given this giant power vacuum to come in and, you know, start operating. Yeah. And it's just... It's just grown from there. I, I, of course, the Taliban and Al Qaeda as well in, in different regions. Yeah, I think there's more things that we could have done planning wise when it comes right. to because if you look at post World War II, all of the planning yeah. when it comes to military yeah. is largely done by politicians and not by the generals. Yeah, Which, that's if, yeah, that's very surprising. If the generals were in charge, probably. I would say we probably would have won the North Korean War. <laughs> we probably would have won the Vietnam War. We probably would have won a lot of other wars. Right. I just want to also say that that was super expedited. There's a lot of things I left out. And yeah, a lot, a lot of, of things I'm leaving out, too, about yeah. the wars. Definitely go look up these things on your own. This is yeah. all just... Get educated, like me, number one. The more you know, the bigger your world becomes, and the happier you'll be, maybe. Sometimes you'll be more, more disgruntled the more you know. Not become a surgeon themselves. But at least you'll be awakened, and you won't be a, a slave or a sheep anymore. Yeah, so um, you were just saying that one of the things was... Politicians, politicians have been I think really if you look throughout history yeah. they've been running a lot of our major yeah. <laughs> wars and not. battles and stuff and I understand that at the end of the day civilians need to be in control of the military not the other way around there's a ghost back there yeah. <laughs> it's on it's okay. an old politician that's hearing us he's serious he doesn't like this yeah I, I understand that, you know, at the end of the day, the American people need to be in charge of the military, not the military in charge of the American people. But when it comes to fighting wars, winning wars... Yeah, who has more experience? Politicians or... I don't understand. Generals. I still don't understand how the, like, that we expect the president to not have any sort of military experience. I think at least the test... Give them a military experience test, or at least train them. I'm sure they have some type of like, do you, training. Do you understand that, the, like, over the past like 20 yeah. years, the executive branch has slowly become more and more powerful? Yeah. In a way, like he's, definitely. They, like they're supposed to be three equal branches. Okay. So I would like it if there was like a president of, you know, like the legislative branch. That would be great. Like that. He's our president, but he's just in charge of the legislative. And then when it comes to the executive, it's kind of what the vice president does, but. Not very much power. I just, I just wish that the president, the person that's in charge of nuclear weapons and running wars, and he's also the person that's supposed to be we look up to for deciding infrastructure yeah. and healthcare. Like that's silly. It's yeah. a massive job. That's so dumb. Why would we expect anyone? Most people can't even wake up in the morning and make fucking coffee and pour themselves <laughs> a bowl of cereal. You expect, you expect someone to go and then also do everything else that run. The, it's just I think I think we're giving too much responsibility to the president, not even for like, I'm not even saying this as like uh, like a power issue or like, I, I'm not I'm not trying to take a stance on Donald Trump at all. Yeah. What I'm literally just saying is, I wish that the president was just over the legislative branch, and that there was another form of the the head of the executive branch. You know I feel like if we restructured the government in that way, it would be far easier. I think that to would avoid work. major. It'd conflicts. work out well because then you'd have someone who's involved with 
domestic affairs, like a domestic yes. president, and then you have a yeah. president who's involved with foreign affairs. Because sometimes whenever you have like a president, like the domestic affairs president, like if you look at Trump, he wants the whole America first thing. Yeah. Sometimes that doesn't do well good for, with foreign affairs with trying to meet with delegates or mm-hmm. like presidents or leaders mm-hmm. from other countries. And so that causes a problem. So I see having two people would be good, but then I see problems with those two people not getting along very well. Right. I, I mean, I, I feel like in a lot of ways... I don't know how it would work with election-wise, because if one is a Democrat and one's a Republican, which is... Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. There's too many opinions in America for one person to represent yeah. them very well. You know, I feel like almost an oligarchy would work better if there were like four, three or five presidents, yeah. quote unquote, that were in charge of different things. That way, one, the responsibility is split up, so that way the quote unquote president can. I know some countries focus. have a prime minister, which is basically the president of their legislative branch, and they have a yeah. president, right? Which, and then they, I mean, might when work. major things need to be voted on, then it's just three people or five people voting on that one thing instead of one person, you know? And it's like. I think back in the old days, if I remember correctly, the way we used to do vice presidents, which I I don't know if this is right or not, I might have been in another country, but they had the person who was first place and second place. First place became president. Whoever got second place in the voting became vice president. When do, that, we, when do we quit doing that? I'm not, I, th- I heard that somewhere. I'm not sure if we actually did that or if that was a plan. Please leave a comment that. if you uh, know the history of American elections. If you know if that, if that is a right statement or that not. That would be awesome. That might be a good option, too. The first place person becomes president, second place person vice president. But then we'd have Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton in, in the office. You know that they were just pretending to not be, get along? Like, they've been friends for a yeah. long time. They went to each other's weddings and everything. Donald Trump was a Democrat for his entire life. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. He, him and Hillary Clinton used to go to, like, um, benefits and yeah, fundraisers. They had brunch together and, and, and stuff. And fundraisers and like there's pictures of them like laughing and having a good time together. Like it was all... I'm pretty sure they're probably just two friends like having jokes at each other when they did the when debates. You, when you go and watch the debates again from 2016 and yeah. you look at them like they're smiling like they're joking with each other. Yeah. Like when Donald Trump is like razzing her and stuff and when he like it's just yeah. it's like, it was like all a joke to them and then people were taking it seriously and like news commentators were taking it so seriously and I just I was part of it was just like frustrating like what if the plan was for like Donald Trump would like take over the Republican election and then he would like bomb and he would like like would give Hillary the election it's probably that's probably what they're and he didn't actually plan to South, take off South Park made fun of that yeah. and boy did they hit it on the head I'm pretty sure it was I mean obviously Donald Trump's been playing this have you ever read the book Fear I don't think so. I, I read most of it. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't read the whole thing. Um, but one of the interesting things I learned from it was um, that Donald Trump had actually been planning this for a really long time. Like, he didn't just all of a sudden one day say, oh, you know, I'm going to be president. So I'm going to start. He, like, he went to people a, a long time ago and was like, yeah, I'm going to be the president. I want you to help me run. Like, how do I become the president? And so the, one of the advice they gave him, I, I don't remember names, but one of the people that he ended up hiring to help him run his campaign they said okay here's what you need to do you need to act like you're running for governor in like five different states and then you don't don't give a shit about anything else so that he he hit those five states really heavy those swing states that people associate with you know that determine the whole election and uh i just I just think it's fucking insane I think it'd be hard to become president. Like, if I keep saying I want to be president, but I think it'd be really, really hard. Like, I'd have to have a lot of money. You have to have a lot of money. It helps if people already know who the hell you are. Yeah. Like, maybe by the time I'm 60, if I get up there and I, think, I just think it's crazy that we have this ridiculous popularity contest to determine who's going to run the most powerful country in the entire world. Yeah. Or, if you're one of those people that disagrees with America's best, still top five. 
yeah. at least. You know what I mean? Obviously, we're the best. Like, if you remove us from the map, everyone else is going to go to hell. Like, they're going to fall apart. America is definitely a better place because we're here. Yeah. Hold on, let's take a moment to allow the bell to ring. What time is it? Is, that, is, it, is it signaling it's that 11. it's... It's signaling that it's 11 o'clock. No, this is fun, Wesley. This is a damn good time. I could sit here and fucking talk all day. <laughs> I, I would literally have... We've I gone would, like 48 minutes so far, so... That's I could probably have a show where I sit and talk for like six hours. I could probably do I just, a 24 hour one if I wanted to. I, I probably could. I could probably just keep, as long as I could have good guests coming on the whole time, like I have someone organizing guests for me, like they just say, okay, he's on next, now he's yeah. on, now he's on, now he's on. And I would just like sit there and literally just talk to them all day long. I had a, f a friend who uh, does a 24 hour like video game thing. It's like video games 24 hours. Really? Yeah. Like on Twitch? Yeah. Okay, what were, what were we just talking about? God damn it. We were just talking about we were how just America was great. How we're yes. number one. Yes. Let's go back to that because that's fun to talk about. America definitely has made the world a better place. I mean, for a lot of people, it's not been, they have been on the bad end of receiving of not so much help. But if you look at a great example of how capitalism is better than communism or socialism or whatever, um, and I don't say that lightly. Or whatever, whatever that, whatever the other thing, whatever the other thing is. No, if you look at how um, <laughs> South Korea and North Korea, I think Jacob sent us that picture there. Yeah, you can pull up a picture where South Korea is very industrious from space. You can see capitalism happening from space. It has all the lights are on, and then North Korea yeah. no lights on. Let's talk about North Korea for a second. Do you think they have they released some statements like in pictures like? That, <laughs> where they think Kim Jong-un might have been dead or he might have been incapacitated at some point. And then I think just recently they released pictures of Kim Jong-un alive and walking around and possibly, I think maybe even a video clip of him. Do you think he's actually dead in these are old pictures? And they're just covering up on it? I can't say. Um, that's a that's definitely a, a heavy topic because he's... Or maybe he's actually like maybe like a body double or something. I mean, I've, I've, I think I heard that he had a botched heart surgery. Yeah. And he's fucking dead now. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know too much about that. I, well, just, I just know that. I don't want to wish him any ill, but he's kind of a mean person. Definitely not. Launching nukes everywhere. Definitely not doing a good job if you have people running, literally running for their life and trying to flee the country, you know what I mean? Yeah. If they're trying to flee into China, you know it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're trying to flee into China. I wish we could just have an open border. You know, because there are a lot of people that want to come here. If there for, was, for if the whole reasons. world was nice and no one was evil and everything was just all dandy, I think open borders would be nice. I'm being serious. It is 90. I would. I don't have numbers or any graph in front of me. I would say like 98 percent of people that want to come to the country are have good intentions. Yeah. Or at least they have neutral intentions. Like they're just like, yeah, I would like to, for my kids to have free public education and also. Um, Maybe, but here's a nice thing. Going back to the buffer zone that I mentioned, if if I really was an almighty all power, uh, if we took over Mexico as a buffer zone, we could make Mexico America. So we'd make Mexico great again. Make Mexico great again. <laughs> we could remove the drug dealers and give well, them a free I, education. Part of the problem with the cartel is that every time um, that they're kind of like a terrorist organization if you look at it. Yeah, I think we started classifying them that as such, didn't we? 
I know in the Sicario movie we did, which I, I really like those movies. Sicario? Sicario, Sicario. Yeah. I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say it in Spanish words. Okay, no. Um, yeah. We might have classified them as a terrorist organization. Well, I don't know. Well, every time we uh, that a Mexican politician tries running to clean up Mexico, I mean, oftentimes the cartel either assassinates him or sways an election. I know the they presidents are usually their presidents are usually corrupt down there too. They have them. so much power. I I I shouldn't be speaking on this. I don't really understand it so, too well. I've heard but, like in news articles. I don't know how accurate those are. Yeah. Where people were corrupt. I don't know if it's the president or regional governors there. Yeah. One of my favorite classes I ever took in, in college was um, the it was it was the class was called drug wars and it was the history of how the cartel started. It was the Marshallists have really amazing classes because the only interesting class I took here, like when it comes to history, I think there was World War Two, but the only political class I took that was really interesting was Islam in the West. The only reason that was interesting because the professor kept falling asleep. Um, but past that, Marshall seems like they have more interesting classes than Louisville. I, I shit on education a lot just because I want better for it, and I yeah. would like to see things done differently. But overall, I I had a great time at Marshall, and they have a lot of great, interesting classes to offer. I had a good time here, though, too. It's just there's not much in Glenville other than the college here and then McDonald's, Pizza Hut. And China One, dude. China One. If you have never been to China One... It honestly deserves a Michelin star. It's probably one of the best places I've ever had Chinese food. I'm not even exact. I'm not exaggerating. It's good it's, food. I've been to several Chinese restaurants, and it floors most of them. I've been, I think, only one other one. Come to Glenville. And it's if you're not the coming, better one. you're not coming for the outdoors. Come for the China one. Come for the Chinese food, boy. <laughs> it is such a beautiful day. Oh my it's nice God. out, actually. Oh my. I like that tree. We should have sat in front of it. Well, I think that tree's a little bit of you, though. Oh, yeah. Nice and reddish. I'm so <sighs> excited for the future. You know? Like, I'm finally done with college. Like, every time I like it hits me, it's like a little wave of... You got a job planned out? <sighs> yeah. I mean, right now, plan A is to go active duty. I'm tired of being a reservist. Um, there's a lot of benefits to being a reservist. And it's been really good to me, um, but I just I would like to I would like to do it full time. And I'm not in uniform, so obviously I haven't been shaving or getting a haircut. Most of the barbershops have been closed, and I just honestly this is probably the last time I'll be able to have a beard for a while. So I'm just letting it letting it go. But yeah, that's my plan. And um, and I would also that's that's like the short term, like five year plan, and then. In the future, I would like to have um, like a media company. I would absolutely love to have something like Barstool. That guy has it figured out, dude. Like podcasts are so much fun, and uh, that's just a great way to bring in money. Also, I would love to make films and uh, documentaries. I don't know. I don't know how much of an acting career I want to have. I mean, I, I like dicking off in my own little skits and stuff, but um, definitely. I want to have some sort of media business. Yeah, I'd like to take my podcasting and video game to another, another level too. I like to start on like YouTube, maybe gaming stuff like gaming reviews, gameplays. You should absolutely. Do I have that. a lot of games. It's just my internet's crappy. West Virginia's internet's crappy. I think. Yeah. Like ninety nine percent of the internet here is like third world country level safe style internet. Here's, here's what I would suggest. Like India country. Here, like, I've got a plan for internet. you. You tell me what you think about this, Wesley. Go down to Huntington. Literally, it's not that bad of a town. Everyone, it gets a bad rep, but it's a pretty nice town. Um, 
there's a lot of good shit there, and it's um, definitely more to do than Glenville has, just in general, because there's more people, so there's just, as a consequence, more businesses, there's more fun things to do there. Go to grad school, work on getting your master's degree, and at the same time, build this, like, this video. I'm thinking about channel. going to uh, online grad school for uh, journalism. Dude, do it. Yeah, you know, because one, it takes less classes, and two, it's cheaper. Do it, man. Yeah, it looks like it'd be fun. I would do it, thousand percent. I know they have a video journalism for some schools and regular journalism, like paper stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, being a broadcast journalism major wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. You know, I thought it was just gonna be uh, like the movie Anchorman. Yeah. And it ended up being like a lot more work, like in a good way. You know, you have to learn how to use all this software. You have to learn. Um, how to really have a conversation with someone, otherwise your stories are just not going to be good. And, um, but yeah, I feel like you could do a really good job with like a Twitch, or even having a, yeah. uh, so you could you could stream games on your Twitch, and then you could do game reviews on your YouTube channel. Yeah. What was, what was didn't you have like a, a cool name for, was it and Andrex? Yeah, Andrex Industries. Hell yeah. I, I thought it was cool. neat, sounds like a corporation. I think that's cool. I think if I do do like a video thing, I, uh, I might keep a daily dose of nonsense just because I like the name. Yeah, and no one else it uses all. it because I, I it did all. Google searches. Do it all. People yeah. people think they have to just do one thing, and they get so hung up on, oh, I want it to be good, or I don't want to do it at all, and that's not it's not a good way to, to look at things because then you just never end up getting started. When I started, I used this this I used this phone. I started my YouTube channel with it. And um, it did recorded in 720p. <laughs> it was not good. And I know my podcast on my phone as well, and it's working pretty you well. You have to start somewhere. People are so afraid to start. Just got to jump into it. They sit and they plan and they think, and then they end up not doing, and then they end up just going and getting some other job. Jim Carrey said you can fail at what you don't want to do, so you might as well try at what you do want to do. And I think and that's, that's where that's got him. I think he's, he's that's one of his keys to success. You know, it's just like now he's, he's in the a, new Sonic movie lately. I watched that; it's pretty good. Now he's an artist. He's like changed gears, and he he does like a lot of art. Like do it all. Like do well, it. He can do whatever he wants at this point. I say he's rich. He could I retire. Feel like people are just so like in their head about what they're supposed to be to be successful, or what they have to do to be. But I think that's what defines like the American dream is just being successful. But you gotta believe in yourself as well. I just don't. I don't think people sometimes wonder, or they they don't stop and think. Well, what does successful mean? Just I mean, because if you want to be successful, what are you defining as your goal? I think that's one thing that I like teaching in my career prep class, and because I'm only teaching sixth graders, but the key thing I like to teach them is setting goals and how to achieve those goals, too. Because a lot of adults don't understand that whenever you want something, you have to set a goal. Like, mm-hmm. say if you want a brand new car, if you want a phone, you need to set a goal. Like, how much is this going to cost me per month, and am I going to have enough money 18 months yeah. in a row to pay for this? Like, yes. You can't just, like, buy a brand new car, quit your job, and say everything's going to be fine, which is what a lot of Americans think you can do. That's what happened but, with the housing the housing bubble of 2008. People just would buy houses that were $500,000 and, and they would default on yeah, them. Massive interest rates and they can't do anything with them. And then 
If you've never been seen The Big Short, it's a great movie and it talks all about the 2008 housing crisis. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. It's got Ryan Christian Gosling. Christian Bale. Ryan Gosling, Christian Bale. It's amazing, amazing movie. But yeah, do you enjoy teaching sixth graders? Are they fun? They're fun. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, 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 I love kids. I, I would love to somehow have a nonprofit that can like help kids, because I feel like there's so many kids out there that just are not in a good situation, and there's so little being done for them. Yeah. Like, even when people are trying their hardest to help them or to do to right. I think it's not just in like rural areas. It's in urban areas. It's in suburban it's areas. Everywhere. It's everywhere. It's a problem everywhere, dude. It's a problem everywhere. It's urban. It's rural. It's Appalachian. But before we can it's, create a nonprofit, we have to create a profit organization. We have to actually start making money and get known, and then definitely put your name out yeah. there. Then once once you're rich, because if you look at all these rich people, they're able to create nonprofits easily. They just post it on their Twitter, and then boom, it's done. You know what I think is hilarious is how much money that Bloomberg guy spent on trying to become president. It was like five hundred billion dollars. I don't. I think it was millions. Million. I know it was a lot of money. It might have been in the billions. I know no, it's probably five hundred million. I, I'm stupid. It can't be five hundred million dollars. <laughs> I don't think that amount of money exists unless you're a Saudi, Arab, or you know, uh, a oil king or Jeff Bezos. I don't even think Jeff Bezos has five hundred billion. I think he has like a trillion dollars, doesn't he? I don't yeah, know. He, no, he I know he's not. rich. I know Amazon is like a trillion dollars. Jeff Bezos is Amazon's going to take over the world in like the next ten years. Jeff Bezos has fifty billion dollars. Yeah. On paper, he probably has way more than that. He probably has in like a safe in his house. Just shows people. I love. I wonder watching. what that looks like. It probably looks just like small, like a little briefcase could fill it. I loved watching Narcos, and Pablo Escobar had to <laughs> literally bury money into in fields because he had nowhere else to put it. You ever seen Dodgeball? That scene where, where they were gonna give uh, at the end of the movie where they had like this maybe like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that, and it ended up being like a little like small like thing in a briefcase. Oh yeah. You ever seen ten thousand? Or was it was a hundred thousand? Yeah, I think it was a hundred thousand. Have you ever seen a hundred thousand dollars? And he opens the briefcase and it's like. It's just one little stack. It's like those. a stack. A stack of hundreds is only... It's like, it's not what you expected, was it? If you think about it, it's ten hundred dollar bills times ten. So, ten stacks of ten. Yeah. It's not that... It's very thin. It's not that much. Yeah. <laughs> You've ever seen paper money? It's very thin. You know what money looks like in your... Some people don't know what right. money looks like. I remember, uh... My neighbor gave my brother, growing up, like a hundred dollars to help him with like some big project and um he didn't know it was a hundred dollar bill like I had never seen one before my oh. brother my brother brought it home and my neighbor just like worked him I think I'm, I don't I don't even know what the context was but my brother brought home a hundred dollars one time and it was like crisp but like just got out of the bank and I was like damn you're richer than mom and dad now I had no idea what money was <laughs> when you're a kid you think a hundred dollars is everything and you grow up and you realize it can't even feed you for a month. Yeah, now I get like ten hundred dollars like every two weeks. Did you say ten hundred? No, ten a hundred dollar bills. So get, that like a thousand. Yeah. I think it's ten, like a thousand. Ten hundred isn't a word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever said ten, I have never heard anyone say <laughs> ten hundred. I've got I've got ten hundred dollar meals. Yeah. Well I think it's like more than that, but uh, they take a lot out taxes and stuff. Oh yeah, the government likes to tax well, they, the shit out of you. They screw you. But it goes to the good places. goes to the poor. Yeah. I'm definitely unemployed. definitely and, not uh, a socialist. I don't stuff. think that socialism is a good idea. But we're already doing socialist things in the country like a police force. We have a military and we have 
public, I think there's, a, public there's a balance to it. Like, we strike a good balance. Like, if we look at, like, pure socialist yeah. countries, like, we do a good job at a war where we're able to balance everything out. Public infrastructure? Well, I think that's what we need to increase. Like, if you look at this college, it's old. Yeah, yeah, it's old. They need new windows. Like, what? That window has dirt on it. How'd they get. Or is that even dirt, or is it just a screen? What do you think of all these universities and colleges building new buildings instead of renovating the old ones? I think renovating the old ones is a good idea. Because Marshall, Marshall did something that... They, Unless the infrastructure is like horrible and you got cracks in it and you can't really renovate it, so, which some, is understandable. Yeah, some, like over the past 20 years, they've built several facilities on campus. They have these new dorms, they have freshman dorms, they have commons, they have uh, the new rec center. But they've gone through private companies. So they don't even own it. It's it's like this weird thing that I don't know if it's working that well. Anyway, more people. It just kind of frustrates me that um, we spend money on things that we don't need. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's like college is getting really very expensive. Um, like I, I I lived off campus my last my last year of college because it's forty five hundred dollars a year just for housing. And then you have to add forty five hundred a year for housing semester. Oh, semester. Which my lease is forty five hundred dollars for the whole twelve months. So I don't know who in the in the earth thinks that seems kind of cheap, isn't it? Is that cheap? I don't, I don't know leases. I don't know money. Okay, I so, spend all my money on video games and movies. So I don't. Well, I don't plan very well. Well, one day real life will. Well, it'll, it'll kick in. It'll. Well, it'll so I pay car insurance and I pay bills and. That's okay, Wes. Yeah, that's okay. That's yeah. all right. We that's can splurge every now and then. One day, one day things will. Things will be in place for you. Yeah. So let me explain a little math to you. Okay. okay. What what College. is this math you're talking about? Math. Math. Not math. 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 M A T H. M A T C. T H. Math. T H. Like the. Is that the stuff you type into thick. a calculator? Okay. Hear me out. <laughs> I don't understand. I I did a news story on this. It's on my YouTube channel. You can go to Sebastian Morris. Yeah on YouTube and you can type in housing costs and I did a whole story on how um, Marshall uh, justifies charging so much money for living on campus and um, I say their buildings cost a lot of money to pay for like, they do they have yeah. like this giant mortgage that they're paying on and Marshall doesn't pay like them anyway I'm doing a bad job here but what I'm trying they to say they should just put tents for students here in their first year I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't know you know, just Ooh. give them tents and just let them sleep on the, the lawn. Just put them in a big building. And charge like $4,000 like a month for tents. Do what the military does and shove four people in one tiny room yeah. and call it a day and say, hey, chowels at this time, this time, and this time. You can go if you want. Or you can go get Wendy's. Up to you. I've been going for an hour and six minutes. I think it's... We're doing pretty good. We can go for another hour, probably. Oh, good for, I need more coffee. I ran out of coffee, too. You want to call it? Mm, let's, let's switch to do... Let's have, like, a conclusion. Okay. What's our conclusion here? What do we want to leave the people of this world we want with? To leave them, we want to leave them stunned, I think. Okay. This might blow your mind. The Pentagon just confirmed, like, a week ago, that... I think they call them... Not, they don't call them UFOs. They call them... Unidentified aerial objects, so UAE or UAO. We call them UAOs, unidentified aerial objects. I think something. Did you did you hear about this? Yeah, they sent they like have, pictures and stuff. 
I listened to the guy who actually, the Navy pilot who was actually there recording and flying his, his plane and watch this thing literally go like this over hundreds of miles of ocean and then fly straight up. What do you think that is? Do you think that's aliens or? Uh, might be aliens, could be the Chinese, could be the Russians. <laughs> China. Could be China. Could be China, yeah. Could be some new stealth stuff. I don't know if it was aliens or not. Like, you I, think if there's aliens out there, like, no. you think we've at least got a glimpse of it? Or maybe we already do have a glimpse of it. If, if they're just not releasing stuff like this, they might know that there's aliens out there. I don't there. think there's any amount of money that could break the laws of physics. I don't think any amount of funding and research yeah. and engineering and design could come up with the end product of something that can zip maybe literally was, miles. Like, maybe like it was Rick Sanchez. Like this is this was what this is what it looked like. This this is okay yeah. this, to scale. This is like yeah. hundreds of miles. It went like this, and then it did that that quickly. On camera, they have it on camera. Might have been a lens like flare or something like that. I don't know. Nope. You think aliens? I don't think aliens. I think um, Chinese, Russian, Israeli, <sighs> Pakistani. I don't know. What, I don't know what I think, Wesley. There's Indian. so many. There's so many things that have changed about the way I see the world, and even the past five years, that I just don't know what to think anymore. I know we have stealth tech that can make our planes invisible. Well, not invisible, invisible. We camouflage. have like camouflage type yeah. stuff. Doesn't it like capture the light around it and then? Yeah, and like reflects it back. Yeah, like using cameras, I think. <laughs> yeah, it uses cameras. I don't know. I don't know what's out there. It might be aliens. I doubt it though. No, it might be baby Jesus. The universe is big. Could be the baby Jesus. Could be baby Jesus. He's in his little helicopter flying around the earth. He's like, woo! He came down to see what was going on. <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm not ready to come back yet. <laughs> I got a little bit more time I need to spend away. Let these people figure out what's, what they're going to do. Here, coronavirus is going on. He wanted to leave. <laughs> yeah, his immune system isn't fully developed. Yeah. So he wanted to go home first. Well, if you think about it, because he, like, he's from like the old ages, like the old times, so his immune system probably wouldn't have developed all these things. Oh, like, no. if he did come back, he'd get sick. If you brought Because some... we're all immune, and he's not yeah. if immune. You, if you brought someone from a thousand years ago to today, they'd and you had sick. them walk around, they'd be dead in a week. Yeah. Because they would capture... So we need to get his immune system built up. Yeah. But is he immortal, though? Is Jesus immortal? I don't know. Like, he died and came back. Can he die again? Well, that's the thing about Jesus is he was supposed to be a man, like a normal man, yeah. with the powers of God, you know, superpowers. Yeah. Like he could, uh, he could walk on water and make wine. <laughs> if you think about like if he was on like the Justice League or something, yeah, they'd probably like keep him at the ship. Like, yeah, your powers aren't really what, we're, what we need for this mission. He could heal people. He'd, he'd bring them as a he medic. Could... The blind, he can heal the blind and lepers. Can he heal, like, gunshot wounds? I don't think so. They didn't have he guns might. back then. They had arrows. I'm sure he could heal. If he could heal that, he would heal with holes in his hand. Because remember, he had the holes in his hand. So he Maybe can't. he can't heal himself. I don't know. I would love to podcast with Jesus. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Because remember, remember when Aiden dressed up? We All right, so for Spirit Week in high school, we had um, every day... Before the week of homecoming was like a different spirit day, so it was like dress up as with your best friend as a twin, dress up and like seniors are wear red, juniors wear green, stuff like that. So one of the days was fictional character day, 
and people are dressing up as superheroes, and then all of a sudden this kid named Aiden walks in, and he had this big beard and long hair already, so he didn't have to do much to his outfit. He was always kind of weird anyway, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm really thankful that you know, he didn't shoot up at school or anything. Yeah. But one of those kids that was gothic were black trench coats. No, and I, mean, I don't know him that well, so I'm not going to judge his character. Me neither. He might be a good person. He probably is a good person. But he did dress up as Jesus for fictional character day, and that is hilarious. He, um, I think, didn't they ask him to leave, but he didn't? They might have. I think, because he, he was sitting in the auditorium at the end of the day when we had the school assembly. Yeah. And everyone was dressed up as superheroes, and there he was, dressed as Jesus. I probably dressed up as Batman because I had that Batman costume. Yeah, you dressed up as Batman every year for that day. Yeah, even for like the talent thing, I was Batman. I was so bad. <laughs> I I would dress up in this because oh. I did the whole talent show as Batman. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even have any formal wear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just doing that whole yeah, thing. That was hilarious. I, I wasn't gonna win at all. I knew I wasn't gonna win, but you were in there too. And then the one who ended up winning, because you actually went all out, you had like a suit and stuff. And then uh, Zach Chapman ended up winning, because he was Forrest Gump. Oh yeah, he was Forrest Gump, and everyone, he's a likable guy. Yeah, he's likable, like, he's everyone, tall. Everyone likes him, yeah. Square jaw. Yeah, so he's been a good looking guy. He, he definitely I think he's being a doctor, right? Is he a doctor? He's go, I think he's going to PT school and physical therapy. I don't know. Basically a doctor. Doctors do physical therapy. Not physical therapists are their own... Make a lot of money. Their own kind of hero. You know, they do the Lord's work in a different way. Heal people who got hurt. Yeah, um, Trevor won one year. Yeah. He won that. What did he win? Talent show. He won a talent show? Yeah, he won, uh, never, you don't remember well, that? I think Zach won it two years in a row. I think Trevor might have won it one year, like you're saying. I don't know. I think Zach did, like, a sing-along thing. I remember that one guy swung his dick around. <laughs> remember that? He came out of the locker room. Who was that? <laughs> um, he was a football player. I don't remember his name. He came out of the locker room in front of the whole school and swung his dick around. I don't remember. Or it was like, you know, he was pretending it was his dick. It was, uh, he had like a belt. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, no He probably would get suspended if that happened. Yeah. yeah. Or expelled or whatever. Yeah, probably. So think anyone's going to listen to this. It's literally over an hour long. I hope so. Do we have any dedicated fan base? I think if some people are like 60 years old just dedicated. I get, I get a couple hundred views a week. Someone from Netherlands. Yeah. I think we're doing okay. If I would actually advertise on Facebook and stuff, I'd probably get more views. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. You should start videoing too because people, people enjoy like watching podcasts. Too. Watching me talk. You know Good Mythical Morning? Yeah. How they did like a 10-minute show every, every single day. And they get like a million for views. For like 10 years. Yeah. Like, Imagine getting a million views that's just like three a mini, times a day. That's just a mini podcast. For like 10 years. You'd be rich. You'd I'm have like sure so many views. I think they're doing okay. Yeah, financially. <laughs> they had like their own little TV show too. Did you ever watch Tiger King? No. You need to. No. I just know that Carol Baskins is a bitch. I know you've got time. Yeah. That dirty little Carol, I know you've got Carol Baskins. She killed her husband. I don't understand how they did all this investigation on Joe Exotic, who's literally not even a threat to anything. And then, <laughs> and then they, she kills her. She literally killed someone. Who is Carol Baskins, anyways? I just know like the mean. She part. okay. She runs. Uh, uh, Big Cat Rescue in Florida and um, she had a feud with Joe Exotic and everyone else who would treat um, tigers and other big cats as like a for-profit thing so she's doing the same thing she just doesn't let people pet them what? 
She has a big cat zoo. I, I don't know if I would want to pet a tiger anyways. She's a hypocrite is what the big, yeah. the big thing is. Yeah. Is she's a hypocrite because she, she does the same exact thing that they're doing. Maybe like a baby tiger. She has tigers in cages for her pleasure. She loves tigers. Yeah. She wears, you know, cat print everywhere she goes. Anyway. I've seen the stuff where he's like going on trial for like stuff. But I don't he's know. in prison now or, yeah. or jail or whatever. Or something like that. He's yeah. in county jail or something. I know whatever. he's t- still tweeting, so maybe he has tweet privileges. Because he, he hired someone to kill her, but the guy ends up <laughs> just turning into a narc. He, he turned around on him, and you know that's why you shouldn't. Uh, that's why you shouldn't try to kill people, or hire someone to do it. Yeah, don't don't do or that. Don't hire someone to do it. That's what I mean. Do not do that. That's <laughs> after you said that. I said or hire someone to do it. Uh, that could be taken out of context. Don't kill anyone. Yeah, don't. Or attempt to. Or attempt. That's a, just a bad idea. Don't do drugs. Don't kill people. Don't bully. Don't steal. Don't bully. And I think Wesley and I are probably going to end the show here. Um, we want to end with a message of love as always you are very much loved and you're not alone in the world um, yeah. I think uh, one of my one of the biggest problems I see is uh, the suicide rate in our country and around the world globally um, it's like it's really high it's very high and it's a very yeah. serious problem uh, I think too many people think they're alone in the world and they get in their head and, and you go, are not alone turn. like what General Zod said in Man of Steel do you remember that movie? What he says? Remember, he has like. What do you say? He says you are not alone. He just has it in all different types of languages. We should probably put that on the the TV and just to show people they're not alone. My freaking. You are not alone. Movie. Like General Zod. Like General Zod from Man of Steel. You're not alone. Yeah, man. Uh, reach reach out to me on my website if you ever need to chat about things, um, or on my Facebook. Everything's at cbassmores. cbassmores.com. And, uh, you know, we'll. We'll see you guys next you time. You can reach me by email. I only uh, respond to formal requests. Uh, if you can find my email, you can email me. I'm not going to publicly send it out. If it's not... I, uh, like, I like having a mystery, so I'm going to give you a mystery. If you can find my email, please email me. Wesley doesn't do any kind of branding or advertising for his podcast, so good luck finding it. Good luck finding it. And No advertising <laughs> at all. He only publishes it on one place. And they and then they go ahead and publish on other places too. That's true. Anchor does a pretty good Anchor job. Pretty good I job. do enjoy Anchor as a as a yeah. means of distribution. So if you can find my podcast, a daily dose of nonsense, it's on like Spotify, Apple Podcast, it's on Anchor, it's on a whole bunch of other podcast places. A daily dose of nonsense by what's itself? Daily dose of nonsense. That's and spelled <laughs> as it sounds. Sounds as it spells. And the Seabass Show with Sebastian Morris. My friends call me Seabass, and we'll see you guys next time. On the Seabass Show. And on a daily dose of nonsense. And on a daily dose of nonsense. If you can find it. And also the Seabass Show. And also a daily dose of nonsense. And also the Seabass Show. Daily dose of nonsense. I'm ending it here. Seabass Show. Daily dose. Seabass Show. <laughs>